Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of Behind the Plate. I'm your host, Big Chief Daddy. And first off, I'd like, I'd like to say, baseball's back. Baseball is here. If you're listening to this, the second week, full week of February, as we are one day before Valentine's Day, you know that the pitchers and catchers have reported to their respective teams. And next week, you will have the full squads and spring training will be up and running. But before I like to get there, I'd like to talk about the class of 2019, 2019 MLB Hall of Fame. So I know right now you're saying, well, how do you get into the MLB Hall of Fame? Well, first, let me tell you that only 1.2% of the players that played baseball ever got ever get into the Hall of Fame. And is voted on by the Baseball Writers of Association. You also, you they need to vote you in, and you need to have a seventy-five percent or more to get into the Hall of Fame. And you're also asking, well, how do you stay on the ballot? If you're wondering, well, you need five percent of the ballot to stay on there. Five percent of the vote. And this year, we actually had some one and dones this year. One time on the ballot, and now you're off the ballot. I'll get into those in a minute. But right now, we would like to talk about our first inductee. He played in the Pacific Northwest, and if you ask anybody other than King Griffey Jr., you'll probably get your second favorite Seattle Mariner. His name is Edgar Martinez. Edgar Martinez was a DH and third baseman. Started off as a third baseman. Ended his career as a DH. And if you ask me, having a, having a him as a DH prolonged his career because actually I am against the DH. I don't think the DH needs to be in, but that's just how I feel. So you're asking, what makes him a Hall of Famer? Well, other than from 1987 to 2004, you played only on one team. He batted 312, had over 2,000 hits, over 300 home runs, and over 1,000 RBIs. Won the eight, won the batting title twice. However, he never won a World Series. But he was a great hitter, key player, and one of the probably one of the greatest Seattle Mariners of all time. Now, you're asking me. So, the next guy we'd like to talk about is the late and great Roy Doc Holiday. Roy Doc Holiday got into the Hall of Fame with the 85.4% of the vote as well as Edgar Martinez had 85.4%. Doc Holliday was in the major leagues from 1998 to 2013. He played for two teams. Excuse me, guys. 
He played for two teams, t- the Toronto Blue Jays and the Philadelphia Phillies. He is probably known for his best year as a Philadelphia Philly. He probably had the best year of his career, which in 2013, actually take that back, in 2010, he had a perfect game for the Philadelphia Phillies, which is a, a big achievement in itself. But he also had a postseason no-hitter in the same year with the same team. Now, it is very hard to have a no-hitter also, let alone a no-hitter in the postseason. He's one, he was one of the greatest pitchers, greatest Hall of Famer. Good for, I, I agree with his Hall of Fame. You know, he, um, his wins were 203 to 105 losses. Not bad. He had over 2,000 strikeouts. He made the all-star team eight times, and he actually won the Cy Young twice. So, I believe he's going to go in as a Philadelphia or as a Toronto Blue Jay. Um, I think that's what his family is requested. But he also had not, he might have not. I think he or or he might actually go with no no name no uh, team on his plaque because he played with both teams. In fact, I think a lot of guys that play with multiple teams actually like to go with no plaque, no uh, no no logo on the cap. So the next guy we're going to talk about is Mike Mussina. Mike Mussina was a great, he's a great pitcher. Um, he was in, he played for the Baltimore Orioles and the New York Yankees. He was in the, from 1991 to 2008. He had over 2,000, almost 3,000 strikeouts. He was a five-time All-Star. But what I very interesting to know is that he never won a Cy Young. And that is very, very um, unique because he was a great pitcher. He pitched, obviously, only for the American League East. And he was... On, I believe he won one World Series with the Yankees. I have to check that, but I'm sure he did. I agree with his Hall of Fame. He was an outstanding pitcher. I think he also pitched in the steroid era, so you know that has something to do with it. His majority of his career was in the steroid era. Steroid era. So the next guy. Folks, this guy made history. First time on the ballot. Mariano Rivera received 100% of the votes. Everybody voted yes as a Hall of Famer. And well, I can go on and on about his career stats. From 1995 to 2013, he played for the New York Yankees. However, wasn't always a reliever. He actually was a starter turned reliever and had the greatest pitch that can never be hit. I think it was even harder than a knuckleball hit to hit a knuckleball with the cutter. 
and he won a World Series five times with the Yankees. Won MVP for World Series MVP. But he holds the best MLB record for 652 saves. One of the greatest pitchers I've ever seen live, as also on TV. And, of course, he's also famous for the David Ortiz. Base it up the middle that scored Dave Roberts to help the Yankees, or help the Red Sox snap the, the curse, break the curse. Also, for you to know, he actually blew another World. He also blew a World Series against Arizona in 2001. So that was very also very interesting to know that. So those are their four guys that got voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame by the Baseball Writers Association. There's also two more guys to know that got, got voted in. And before I get to them, I'd like to know, I found, a, I found it odd today as I was looking, researching some of this stuff, that they have a what is called a today's game committee. And you're probably asking me, what is a today games committee and who's on it? Well, I don't know the names of people that are on it, but it, it requires um, six former big league players, three managers and one executive for a 10 man committee. So these 10 men committee, 10 men committee, Vote in a couple players here and there. Um, I believe they have to be off the ballot. So once they once you're off the ballot, now you go into this ten man committee of major league players, the managers, and major league executives that say, "Look at your career, look at your stats, and see if you're Hall of Fame Hall of Fame worthy." Well, they picked two guys this year. First guy I'd like to get to is his name is Lee Smith. Lee Smith played from 1980 to 1997. He played for eight teams. And he also had the career saves leader for a while with 478. Until Trevor Hoffman and... Mariano Rivera broke those records, but that's where he—that's where he got. That's how he's in the Hall of Fame. He was a seven-time All-Star, but he also led the league in saves four times. But if because if you look at his win-loss record, it's not that great. It's actually under five hundred. The next guy I'd like to let you know who also got in by the committee is Harold Baines. Now, Harold Baines played for so many teams. He's actually known to play for two particular teams three times. Played for the White Sox three times. He played for the Orioles, the Baltimore Orioles three times. He played from 1980 to 2001. He also won. He is also part of the 2005 World Series champion Chicago White Sox. And he was a six-time All-Star. Harold Baines is one of the greats um, that I've seen play. But I also saw him 
and later and later in his career. I mean, the guy played debut before I was even born. So, but I do respect this guy. I believe he's. I'm glad to see him in the Hall of Fame. So now we'll talk about the guys that just missed it. And the guy I like to think about is Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling received only 60.9% of the vote. Um, I think he'll be, I think he will be a Hall of Famer. He pitched a career with the Philadelphia Phillies. I think he also had some, he had his famous bloody sock game, which I think was maybe a bloody sock. You talk to Yankee fans, they're going to say that's a red high, red marker if you talk. To Red Sox fans, obviously, it's the greatest pitching performance ever during that World Series run that snapped, that broke the curse in 04 for the Red Sox. A couple other noticeable guys that didn't make it would be Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. We all know why they didn't make it. They only got, they were under 60% of the vote. Um... I don't know if those guys will ever get in the Hall of Fame, to tell you the truth. I hope they do. I'd like to see Roger Clemens get into the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds, he never was found guilty, folks, so it's kind of hard to say no. I mean, I could say no, I don't want Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame because I'm a Dodger fan, and he was a giant, and we hate Sam, or, you know, Dodger fans don't like San Francisco Giants at all. So, but the guy did a very interesting note that is Fred McGriff did not get into the Hall of Fame with 39.8% of the vote. That was his final year. Fred McGriff played with the Atlanta Braves. He was a great. He was one of the great greatest Braves in that '90s when they won all those AFC, AFC, A, A, America, uh, National League East games. Sorry if you guys heard that little screaming. That was my daughter's, as they like to run around here. We'll be right back with uh, to talk about some guys that um I think uh won't ever get into the hall and some guys were one and done one and done in the Hall of Fame. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to Behind the Plate. So I left off with players I don't believe that will ever make the Hall of Fame. A couple guys in mind, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. I believe you guys will never make the Hall of Fame. In fact, Sammy Sosa, you had 8.5% of the vote. That's very, very, very low. You're borderline low. As I mentioned before, 
You need 5% just to stay on the ballot. Now, back in the 90s, late 90s, you two guys re-excited everybody for baseball. That home run chase with Roger Maris' record was great. Back and forth, McGuire, you end up having the 70. Sosa had 66. Sammy Sosa, three years of 60-plus home runs. All for not because you guys cheated the game. You cheated. You used steroids. Mark McGuire, you actually came out publicly and said you've cheated the game and you've taken steroids. So you two will never be in the Hall of Fame. Along with Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez will never be in the Hall of Fame. In fact, he got 22.8% of the vote. Yeah, he had the greatest season with the 2004 Red Sox, helping them win the World Series with Kurt Schilling, David Ortiz, and the rest of the bunch of idiots, as they like to be called. But when you were at the Dodgers, you had that great half a year, signed the contract, got suspended, lost half the games. I think you were on a 50-game suspension. And your career pretty much ever since then was down. But he was a great you were a great player. I was there when you hit you had that pitch hit grand slam for the Dodgers. Crowd was going nuts. But you sir will never be in the Hall of Fame. Along with Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit, you're a great pitcher, but you were on reports. Being one of the guys used steroids. You actually had 9.9% of the vote. So you also, also are also, I believe, will be off the ballot by the end of the year. By next year at this time, I believe you will not be on the ballot. Why do I mention that? Because you need 5%, as I said before. And the people that were one and done, they were on the ballot the first time. They're off the ballot now. They need the committee to vote them in. Lance Berkman, all-time Houston Astro. Another guy that, because of the DH, helped his career, but he's also the first baseman. When the the Astros were in the National League, they he was very good at first base, and then when they moved to the American League, His career helped a little bit longer. Miguel Tejada, Oakland A's greatest, one of the greatest uh, Oakland A's was actually on that team that won 20 20 games in a row, that streak. Um, Also played with the Baltimore Orioles. He also was at 1.2%. He's, also at the committee, is he a Hall of Famer? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I don't believe he is a Hall of Famer. He had no controversy with them, no controversy at all. But I don't think his stats just hold up. Roy Oswalt, thanks for coming. 
0.9% of the vote to not get into the Hall of Fame. Royce Oswald was also a Houston Astro. Played in Minute Maid with that crazy outfield. So those are your Hall of Fames for the class of 2019. I want to say congratulations once again to them. So, with that being said, let's talk baseball. How many people actually like these spring training games? And also, will you will you be going to spring training games? I live here in Florida. There's a lot of spring training games here, Braves. Yankees, you know, all the American League East teams, National League East teams, Central teams. Will you be going to the Arizona League to see the Dodgers, the Angels, Padres, Giants, Seattle Mariners? Let me know. Comment. Let me know how it is. Let me know how a spring training game really is. Um, I've never been to a spring training game yet. I'm looking forward to going to a spring training game this year. Just to see the atmosphere of practices and players. I mean, yeah, I know it's for practices. And, you know, you're not going to play a lot of games. And Don't take score or whatever you do. Don't take score for a, for a uh, spring training game. You'll get writer's cramp and you'll run out of space. When it comes to scorekeeping for spring training game. But. I have a podcast guys called sports at some sports daddy presents the coastal bros with my buddy FJB from California. And we've. It's a great listen. Um, Please like and subscribe to the. Uh, Subscribe to that one on iTunes as well as this one. And also, you can also find, click and argue with FJB. He has one. He likes to argue, guys. If you like to debate with, he's a great debater. He'll debate with everything. Especially football. I like to debate baseball. And we talked the other day about... A couple interesting rule changes that might happen for the MLB. One being the designated hitter, pitch clock. Um, a couple of key free agents like a Bryce Harper's and Manny Machado's. Uh, why they haven't uh, been signed? So take a listen to that one. That's also a great one. Um, I will be trying to drop this um, behind behind home plate episode a couple couple weeks. I want to say a couple times a week. I'm gonna try for two times a week. See if I can get them out. I'll also be trying to drop two times a week. Sports Daddy with Coastal Bros. When something big might happen. I might get together with FJB. We'll talk about it. 
We talk a lot about other sports on those channels. I believe FJB is pushing out about two to three episodes for his click and argue. So those would be great uh, listens to. You can find those also on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, wherever you can get your podcasts. We also have guys um, follow us on Facebook dot com slash Sports Daddy TV blog. Um, give us a like there. You know, we'll we interact. There, we post some videos there. We post some clips. Um, try to engage with the with the uh, with the with the members out there. Your sports universe. We'll be doing a YouTube. We also have a YouTube show called Sports Daddy TV. Those ones are a little hard to um, get to. So we get to, we have some here and there. I like to, um, my latest one, I actually have my daughters in it. Because it's called, we're called Sports Daddy TV for a reason. Because we're both dads and we like sports. And to all dads that are sports fans out there, I hope we're doing you guys a solid. Because this is what we liked about. We, we're going to bring... A lot of our, you know, I might have a couple guests here that are dads. Might have some couple guests that are moms that like sports. Talk about a little baseball on my show. Talk, you know, might have a couple little things about what with, with my kids. FJB with his kids. Talk about some stuff. Look for those on YouTube channel. Follow us, follow us also, also at, at Sports Daddy TV on Twitter. Those are, um, I like to interact when I watch a bunch of sports throughout the day, throughout the night. As I'm watching sports, I will comment a lot of stuff on there. Be on the lookout also for uh, FJV Movie Review slash Sports Daddy TV as he has a lot of, on Instagram, he he posts a lot of um, interesting facts, articles. I believe we'll be doing a show on Instagram Live um, next week. So if you're listening to this, it's uh, February 13th today. So maybe next week as uh, spring training hits off and NBA basketball is approaching. It's all-star break. The American Alliance football league has started so we'll talk a little bit about that also on those on that maybe on Inst- on that Instagram page so give us a, a follow on that be on the lookout when we go live there I believe FJB has a um, a show click and argue if you like football he likes he talks about the American football alliance um, alliance the AAF Say that three times fast without stuttering. On your mark, get set, go. AAF, AAF, AAF. So, we got those also. So, anyways, once again, thanks for listening. My name is Big Chief Daddy. Now, catch you later. Baseball's back, folks. Let's do this.